Welcome to No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shadon, Mr. Rob, and Zane. What's good, y'all? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Zane, you filing again? Huh? You filing again? You, you over there filing? Nah. Okay, for those who don't know what I'm talking about from filing, Zane had a famous scene in the Father MC episode where it appeared as if he was filing documents. <laughs> I was doing I was doing people's tax tax returns. I was doing people's taxes. Yo, a lot of people about to be balling. They're getting their income tax returns, people getting paid, and they don't get the stimmy. Woo! Something like that, yeah, from what I heard. Hey, I was actually I was actually speaking to somebody about that yesterday. Yo, I need somebody to let me hold a couple of dollars. Right. A couple of dollars so I get on my feet. Now we we uh we run a few minutes late today just because we have some technical difficulties but we here and we're ready to get right into it you ready to go yeah yes man i think i think mercury's in retrograde man fucking up all the firefighters in the neighborhood yeah. <laughs> yo so let's get right after yeah, first first thing we're going to talk about tonight is andrew cuomo's sexual harassment scandal for those who don't know who andrew cuomo is He's the son of Mario Cuomo, and he is now the governor of New York, who, who had a meteoric rise during COVID, but he was doing daily press conferences, giving COVID updates for New York. Um, interesting enough, I heard on the news this morning, I didn't even realize, they said he won an Emmy for that. I didn't even know if it was possible to win an Emmy for doing daily press conferences, but nonetheless, really? yeah, he won an Emmy. He was he was revered. People was they were trying to catapult him to the front of the line to be considered a presidential candidate in the future. But uh, recently, it came out that he he um, he didn't do as he was supposed to do in terms of nursing home reporting. And then, and then in addition to that, he also has now all these sexual allegations against him as. Last reported, because my mom keeps a running tick on it. My mom just recently texted me, probably about 30 minutes ago, and said that he's now up to number seven. Seven allegations. Have you guys heard about this? Yo, man, I, I don't mean to laugh, man, but it's so crazy, man. Like, much caught with some, some allegations. Every every last movie, the old girlfriend pops up. All sorts of people pop up in this. I heard about it. And, you know, there's a lot of people that love Mario Cuomo, but Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, mm-hmm. um, and they side with him, but then you have those, I mean, 55 state legislators are calling for his designation right now because of six, six person I think he said was the most heinous because it was, it was an employee and he lured her to, he lured her to private area and, you know, he went, he went, he went to the so I don't know, man, this is, this is, this is with these politicians and these allegations, man. He ain't gonna get hit like Cosby. He needs to, but he ain't. But, you know, this is, listen, man, even the mayor of New York is calling for his registration. So, yeah, it's not looking good for me. The Blasio, the Blasio, the Bumio, whatever his name is, yo, him, him and Cuomo, they ain't had a riff for a long time, so that doesn't surprise me that he was calling for his resignation. Rob, you sound a little choppy too. You still sound a little bit choppy. Zane, have you, Zane, you're not close to New York, but I'm sure you had to hear about this. Yeah, I heard about it. I mean, it just seems like, you know, since uh, since media has been, been running, 
that every year it's several people that get sexual allegations, no matter what part of the uh, spectrum that they're in. I just feel that, um, you know, that, I mean, hey, I mean, once, I mean, we can't be judgmental. We got to know, we had to, you know, everybody had to see what the facts are on the table when they do their thing in, in, in court and see what's going on with that. I mean, but come on, if you got seven allegations, I mean, that's, that's not looking good for the form of And he's already apologized. He's conceded through the fact that he's done something. Yeah. He even said, "No, I was, I was." We said, "I fully support women for coming forward." He said a couple of things. He kind of, he kind of, he kind of incited himself and saying, "You know, I'm sorry, man. I didn't, I didn't think I, I did anything wrong, but I, apparently I did." So, listen, man. That's not a, that's not, not, a, that's not an apology, though. That's not, not an apology. And and and, and in, in today's climate, you know, like that. Doesn't pass either, man. He's behind that on his record for a minute, so I don't know, man. I don't, it's, it's, it doesn't look good for New York with, with all that's going on, and he's already in, in hot water with the post-nursing home. You know what I mean? So it's not looking good for the man to be out there. Man. Yeah. Rob, try logging out and logging back in because you're breaking up really bad. I think it might be my problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you this though, man. I, I just think that this is this is very, very much symbolic of how you know society works. Just in general, people love a, a feel-good story, right? So they'll build people up and catapult them and put them to the cream of the crop, and they love seeing them go up, but they enjoy even more their decline. You know, so I'm, I'm guessing that also because his brother's Chris, uh, Chris Cuomo, who's on CNN spent the last presidential cycle going off on Donald Trump non-stop. I'm guessing that, you know, that people are taking pleasure in this. And Chris Cuomo had even came on one night and he was saying, he was like, I'm not naive. I see the story in regards to my brother. I'm not going to cover the story regarding my brother. But the, the network, I understand, has an obligation to cover it. As far as the allegations are concerned, like even before he came forward, and said that he did it, you know, and this may not be right, but I, in my mind, I automatically was already like, yeah, I believe that he had something to do with it or that he did it. And the reason why was because of the allegations. The allegations weren't allegations that, um, as such way that he was, um, you know, sexually active with the women. These were allegations of him making passes and flirting with the women. And a lot of this stuff is about like the power dynamics and him being a powerful man and feeling that because he's in a powerful position, he could just impose his will on the women. So I'm like, yeah, this is, this is something that he did. You know, I think anytime you're in a leadership position as a man, you have to be very cautious about how you interact with your female um, subordinates. And it seems like that he just went too far with it. He went too far with it and he probably wrote it off as, you know what, this is just me being humorous or me being me. But sometimes you being you, is offensive to people, and, I, and right now I'm sure he's probably feeling it. I tell you what, though, just to add some humor to it, man, he definitely couldn't have been no black person because that black wife wouldn't have been having that him him kissing other women on the cheek as a greeting. <laughs> he would have had some answering to do. But I mean, but see, um, I was hearing on the radio and I watched on TV that he was saying, you know, it's like a traditional thing. His father used to do it and all this other stuff. But still, I mean, you can't be. It's, it's, it's much so much you can get into somebody's uh, private space, especially with this pandemic stuff going on. 
Well, so, his, I mean, here's the thing, though, Zane. No, 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 no. But even though that stuff was prior, but he, he, nine times out of ten, he was still doing that type of stuff. Just because it's, it's so natural to him. You know what I'm saying? But nah, bro. Yo, but you didn't hear the other stuff that he did, though? That he was responsible for doing? Like, asking a woman who was, she was a victim of sex, sexual abuse before. He asked her something like, does it impact her wanting to be sexually active with people? And has she ever been with an older man? How, what would make him think that that's appropriate to say? Yo, he's tripping. Yeah. He's tripping. Yeah, so yeah. That, that that's that's the actual fact that he said that to her. He said it or, to her. Or it's alleged. Wow. Yeah, he said it to her. And then once he came out and he offered an apology, he offered the backhanded apology, the apology of not I'm sorry for doing it, but you know I'm I'm sorry if you felt that way, right? So that's kind of like an out. That's not saying I'm sorry for doing it. That's, that's him saying I'm sorry. I did what I did. I'm sorry if you took what I did the wrong way. That's, yeah. that's that's not looking good, man. Because you have to have, like... So who's who's the lawyer that's supposed to represent him? Or lawyers, lawyers that's supposed to represent him? You know? I don't know. They, they call, they're calling for his resignation, though. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Because um, when I was listening to him and watching him talk um, several days last week, he basically was saying that, you know, because uh, one of the reporters asked him during his... Uh, his live speech was they was asking like you know do, do he think that it'll be a better move basically paraphrasing do he think it's in his best interest to step down and one of his oh right yeah he said no and then one of the one of the reasons why he said shoot if he was like you know going through all this stuff in the trenches going you know with the pandemic when the pandemic started back in march like why would he now you know what i'm saying but still it's like ah you know what it is too though, bro. For him for him to step down, it's gonna be a catch 22. People to say, oh, he's stepping down because he knows something that something ain't right. And then if he and then if he stays in, people saying like, damn, uh, he just doing that because if he steps down, then it's, then people gonna say it's not right. So it's like it's a catch 22, bro. But I mean, at the end of the day, like I said earlier, man, I mean the facts will be out soon and We'll just see what happened from there, man. But that's 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 not a good position to be caught in with any type of sexual allegation. They call they call for his impeachment. They call yeah. impeachment. They want to get him up out of there. Yeah. So 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 one thing I want to say for the women that's uh you know bringing the, the the allegation towards him uh you know stay strong and you know uh I hope everything works out in their favor for the ones. You know, they have stone cold facts that he actually did that. Because, I mean, it's sad, man. Like, you know, you see, you see what happened with Cosby, you see what happened with the Harvey Weinstein dude, and all these other people, man. It's just like, damn, like, like, when is it gonna stop? It's like, huh, you know, it's just like, at least for like the past five years, it's at least two big celebrities that go through this gauntlet. Well, I would say gauntlet that go through these type of allegations. So I'm like, you know what, damn, bro. You know what changed over these last couple of years? The Me Too movement. You just yeah. have, it's been going on, but you just have people coming forward now. Yeah, people yeah. Forward. And the sad thing about it is that, you know what? It takes one woman with courage to come forward and report it, and then all the other people feel like, okay, since this person had the courage to report it, I'm gonna come forward and tell my story. You know, sometimes it's, it's, it's unfortunate that the first woman didn't come forward because when the first woman comes forward, 
and maybe it prevents all the other people from being subjected to it. But I would imagine, you know, as a male, I can't really speak to it, but I would imagine as a woman, it's probably very difficult to come forward because if this if this thing go this woman's way, she probably fears, you know what, I'm gonna be blackballed. You know, I may not be able to get another job in politics. This is a powerful man. She's looking and seeing that right now, Cuomo, um, before this was really, really held in high regard on the national scene. Um, she probably knows that he has all his political ambition also. And I guess, you know what, maybe, I don't, who knows what triggered her to make, to make that first woman come forward and be like, enough's enough. Prime example, right? I'm, I'm glad you brought that up too, but also a major catalyst is too. What's, what's, what's the device that's been around for several decades that always, that always stand the test of time? What you talking about, tape recorder? What you think they got on tape? Cameras. Oh, you think they got footage on them? I don't think, I know, it's, it's footage out there. No, 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 I'm saying, I'm, no, I'm saying like, if you got seven women, what's, what's the possibility of all, of, of you going 0 for 7? Now what's the possibility of you going to 3 for 7? Or 7 for 7? So what I'm saying is that, I remember last week they were saying, or was it earlier this week? It was a woman that said that he allegedly hugged her and like, as they was like going away, he like pushed back into her again, like grabbed her again. So I'm like, come on. I'm like, there has to be some cameras going on from some of these allegations, whether it, whether that's the only time that he did that or even with the other six, you know what I'm saying? With the other six, you got to look at the, you got to look at the probability. Okay. All these women that's alleging he did this, come on. Think it's only one like they they alleging that he just did one thing to each person? Nah, it's not gonna be just seven yeah. seven seven given events. It's, it's, it might be multiple things. So cameras had to be somewhere. I know they wasn't in the bedroom in the presidential suite somewhere. You know, you don't even have to go seven for seven, one for seven. Or if he did it's it bad one, enough, right? Yeah, it's bad enough. So that that's that's it. I mean, yeah, I'm happy though. I'm I'm happy though that that people are actually. It appears that people are actually taking credence and understanding and accepting that you know what these women are saying are legitimate but you know usually people try to they 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 try to spin it and say well you know we gotta wait to see or you know who knows maybe these women are making this stuff up but there's no reason with him and that's why i said i know because like i said i started off saying america loves to see somebody ascend but they love the free fall even more and I think just because of who, the nature of who he is and everything that he got going on right now, that lends more credibility to the story because people want him out of there. But the way I look at it is like, if these women get justice, I'll take it. Well, I tell you what, I hope, I hope, I hope the other six are not strippers. It's going to be, it's going to be. It's not... <laughs> so, what you think? If, if they strippers, they lose credibility? Yeah, unfortunately, and then like, come on, I mean, I mean, nah, because you know, uh, that's 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 the stigma with females that all strippers are easy women or whatever. But you have a lot of women that just do it to pay their way to college or take care of their family or take care of themselves or whatever. They they not doing it to be, you know, uh, doing stuff up there on the side for extra money besides dancing. 
know, you have, you, I mean, not saying it's a big percentage. I'm, I mean, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on a second, saying you try, you, I, if it, I feel like you alluding to something that you know something about something, you just went to the strip. Oh, no, 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 I just did that just, just to show how, what's the major, what's, there's a big difference in, like, you know, yeah, credibility. So, so I, I think I think it also goes with the actual occupation too. So, That's unfortunate, though. You don't think? Yeah, yeah, it's very unfortunate. That's unfortunate. I think I think I think, I think that jacket is, is definitely behind whatever whatever professional uh, stature that they have. That's going to be something that's going to be you know like their little flash and light situation. So, yeah. Well, I tell yeah, you, it, it, does, it definitely doesn't look good for Andrew Cuomo because uh, the, right now I believe the New York Senate, and I could be wrong, but I believe the New York Senate is controlled and led by Democrats. And there are several Democrats that are now in support of his resignation or attempting to figure out a way to impeach him. So it's definitely not going in the right direction for him. But again, you know, if, if, if in fact he did these things, he, he has to go. Now, now, now peep this though. Why is it, why is it, why is it the weird, you know, Orange Head stayed in there so long with all these allegations? You see what I'm saying? You see how the difference is, bro? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you gotta look at it. You gotta look at it. A lot of people didn't know that Trump, Trump actually owned like two or three of them damn beauty pageants. Like I think what, American Beauty Pageant, yeah. US, uh, Mr. America, all that other stuff. So, I mean, come on, bro. That, you that, know, you that, got, you're Zane, you not just, you're not just, you got, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Thank you for OG Dad. He said, Cuomo has shown himself to be extremely clumsy with women. Was she be wrapped up with the known bull rappers, Kavi, Epstein, Weinstein, etc.? Does he fit in that category? You asking me or ask, or you asking me? I mean, uh, for the for the folks in the chat, let us know. For even for you, Zane, does he fit in that category? I don't think so. Nah. So how do you make the, how do you, uh, make the distinction between, I guess, well, of course, there's a clear distinction between sexual harassment and rape, because these other people are, are well, raped. Well, no, well, 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 yeah, no, and, and the other thing, too, Epstein was a big-time vocal as far as in the film industry. Uh, Bill Cosby was a comedian slash actor. And, and what's the theme of all the men? What do you see as the theme of all the men? All the thing, the thing? Well, what's they the theme? Were, I would say they was they was in that industry. They was in the limelight. They're powerful. Yeah. Right, but Cuomo, I mean, come on. Cuomo to me has more to lose than all of God's name. Really? Why do you say that? Yeah. Look at what his his his, his, his title is. The governor? Yo, yeah, the, what? the governor of New York when they had the what was the dude? The um the Elliot Spitzer dude was out getting the prostitutes and stuff like that. Like I, I mean, I, I, I don't know, because being a politician at, a, at the level of a governor doesn't equate to probably the millions and millions of dollars that some of those other people, Bill Cosby, Epstein. No, Biden. no, no, no. See, the only thing about this, bro, when it came to Epstein, when it came to Bill Cosby, when it came to Weinstein, right? Them dudes took, took the, took the, took the rap by themselves. Now, with this situation going on, you have a governor that has allegations against them. Come on, it might it, it might be a snowball effect. Yo, you so you think, you think Bill Cosby was working in cahoots with somebody drugging people? I think 
they never caught. Okay, when they caught Bill 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 Cosby, there was other big big fish in the ocean, but but nah nah but 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 Cosby just kept his mouth shut. And the same thing with Weinstein, same thing. Well, Epstein not living no more, allegedly. But so Bill Cosby is the Bobby Schmurda. Bill Cosby is the Bobby Schmurda of sexual predators. You can't say that because he didn't get out yet. <laughs> when he do get out, they gonna make a meme of a sweater flying back out of the sky. Oh back. man, that'll be that'll be crazy. Yo, with a with a with a with a with a, with a gentle pudding pop attached to it. I hear what you're saying though, because your Bill Cosby's defense. Maybe you should have been his defense lawyer because it was similar to what you just said. Bill Cosby would try to play it off and was like, "Well, Quaaludes and stuff like that. That was not happening in the '70s." I could have easily played played the attorney for him, but that dude got to come with the money, man. He ain't come with the money. It was so yo, it was so many loopholes in that Cosby joint. But how? Yo, he had yo, he had several accusers. Yeah, he had several accusers that kept coming back. (laughs) Kept coming back. Okay, if something like that happened, you very un, you very, you get violated or whatever, you're not gonna come back. Like okay, if you got. If you got violated in the morning or afternoon, you're not gonna go home, change, bring clothes, and come back to whether that same location or anywhere else with that particular individual. Am I right? Yo, yo, you wild. So, so, so if this happening for months and weeks, or come on, bro. Oh man, yo, I'm just saying. Off, we gonna move off this topic before we end okay. up getting uh, we end up getting pulled off of YouTube on the basis of Zane's theory on it. Okay, let's move on to our next topic, which to me, hold on, before we move on. Okay, so Rob, Rob having issues with his internet. So Rob, hang out in the chat with us and weigh in. Let's move on to the next topic. Coming to America, did you enjoy it and do classics need sequels? Did you watch Coming to America yet, Zane? I didn't watch any of it yet, bro. For the last couple of days I've been I've been meaning to, I've been I've been meaning to uh, catch it and I haven't watched it. But I heard I heard good things about it. What you hear about it? I heard that it uh it wasn't as good as the first one, but it was a good balance as far as the, the additional actors that actresses that were in there that wasn't in the first one. Um, I heard that uh you know Eddie Eddie still has it, and overall um like I asked several people, they said out of a ten they would give it like a like an eight point five. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's at an eight point five. I, I didn't. I didn't see it. Out of a ten, and for yo, for those that's on in the chat, leave leave your rating out of a ten. Scale of one to ten. One being absolute trash. Ten being the greatest film you ever saw. I, I, I'm gonna go with a five. I'm gonna go with that five. bad. Damn. I'm gonna go with a five, and I'm gonna go with a five based on nostalgia. Right. Okay. Just because. I was a fan of the first coming to America. I enjoyed the first coming to America. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't have high expectations coming into the film. No, I, I didn't. I didn't think that it was gonna be a great film because, in retrospect, coming to America one, it wasn't like that was a great film. Like there are things I think in our culture that are cult classics and just things that we look at and we be like, this was this, this was great or whatever. But then it does it doesn't stand the test of time or is is this cinematically it was never the first one was never a great film so i didn't have like these huge expectations 
for the second one. But to me, the second the second one, the story was like very cheesy. Um, the acting was probably subpar in terms of the comedy. I didn't find it. I mean, I didn't find it to be that funny. Um, I just, you know, how you call it? It was to me. It was just nice to see Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall back on the screen and to see them revive like those previous characters and things like that. But I was, I was not, I was not impressed. You know, I, if I was, if I was paid to see it in a the movie theater, I would have been tight. Well, tell me this. Um, how would a supporter role? Were there, were there two actors or actresses that had pretty good supporter roles? Like, with the Tiana's, with Tiana Taylor's uh, role pretty short, or she had a, a pretty good uh, 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 roles in that particular movie? Tiana Taylor's role was just was so brief. She was an actress. Uh, I mean, she was a um, she was a dancer, and she was supposed to be the daughter of Wesley Snipes that was supposed to be marrying Eddie Murphy's son. Um, and she got she had very few lines. She had very few lines, so it wasn't like it wasn't anything that you know she's gonna walk away from, and people gonna be like, "Yo, Tiana Taylor's a great actor." You know, Rob said the only thing was the dudes in the barber shop were still living after years. They all look the same. Come on, yo. Yo, they was already like 80 years old back then. Yeah. It just how you call it like yo, it wasn't a lot of funny parts of it to me either. Like I was I wasn't wild by it. I'm sure the numbers was crazy though. I'm sure the numbers were crazy because every everybody had to be watching it. Do you do you ultimately think it was a uh a good move for them to sell it to uh Jeff Bezos? I think it was. I think it was because Paramount, I'm sure Amazon probably bought it for millions and millions of dollars. But now I heard, I heard a billion. Uh, wasn't, it, wasn't it a billion? Hell no. No, they no, 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 no. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm thinking about something else. A hundred million yeah. probably. Yeah, 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 right. I'm thinking about something else. A hundred million, but I'm a, I have to say, like, I, I just, I, to me, it wasn't, nah, nah, it was. It was it was one of those films. It was probably worth a hundred million because you know that first week in the box office, them films they they kill. The first week they run the numbers up, and then afterwards it's a, a steady decline. Um, so everybody probably ran out to the theater and seen it that first week. But then after after you got to how you call that after word got out, was not, it was one of them joints that it was it was definitely a straight to straight to video Netflix type joint. You know, and the other thing that I think the reason why I probably didn't like it is because I feel like Eddie Murphy is playing the same old old over now. Yeah. You know what it is though, man? Like Eddie Murphy knows that he can still do what he do and don't have to reinvent the wheel. For prime example, you said the numbers is crazy. The blockbuster in the first the first weekend, maybe the second weekend too, and then of course the numbers are gonna go down. But Eddie, that's the, that's why also Eddie Murphy's talking about going on doing this uh this 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 tour, this big tour, comedy tour. He shouldn't. You don't think so? Yeah, nah, he shouldn't. Oh, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Nah, he shouldn't. He should not, boy. You know why you shouldn't? Because, and this kind of ties into what we're talking about with like, the, you know, the classics and the sequels. Eddie Murphy's last stand-up was what, Raw? It's probably Raw, right? Probably was, yeah. Probably yeah, Raw. Yeah. I want to remember Eddie Murphy doing stand-up as Raw. I don't want to see Eddie Murphy come out. Like right now, to me, Eddie Murphy is a, a method actor. 
You know, like I just don't see him as being able to do stand up. You know, a good film I did see by Eddie Murphy that a lot of people didn't see is Did you ever see Mr. Church? No. Mr. Church. That was that was a pretty good film. It was a drama, and I thought he was good in Dreamgirls. I but, remember Dream Girl, yeah. I but yeah, yeah, but I, I just like, yo, I don't want to see him play Norbit anymore. I don't want to see him play Meat Game. Bowfinger. Yeah, Bowfinger had me laugh. It was some parts in Bowfinger, though, that I'm not going to front that had me laugh. That was funny. There, there was definitely some parts in Bowfinger. What about, what about the, what you call it? Uh, Thousand Words? Huh? Yeah, the Thousand Words. Remember that? That one where he was a, a lion um, agent. A book agent or something, and he only had a thousand words left, and something. And it's just the same role over and over again. So, but, I tell you what, would it be pretty dope? Um, I would love to see like Eddie Murphy and Spike Lee or Eddie Murphy and Tyler Perry get together. And create something. I wouldn't mind that either. I would. I wouldn't mind that either. Don't get me wrong. I think I think Eddie Murphy's a great actor. I just think that he he hasn't found. I haven't seen him in a good role in a long time. But he yeah, hasn't found Eddie. Eddie. Eddie hasn't found the director with the right vision, such as Tyler Perry or Spike. Well, yeah, or you know what? He. I mean, did you see um, Meet Dolomite? Some of it. Some the, of it. Um, that was that was okay. Both a Bowfinger classic. Can't compare to the new the new movie with the old Coming to America. Yeah, it's just it's not. But Bowfinger has some. There was some parts in Bowfinger, some of that humor. Like I really appreciated that. I know a lot of people was probably like, Yo, what are you talking about? You know what, though, too, though, Sha? I think I think you know back then when he was making the movies, especially back with Bowfinger and all that, Eddie wasn't as rich as he is right now. So it, it might be a hunger thing too. Dudes gotta step out of their comfort zone, though, man. As, as an actor, yeah. actress, you gotta step out of your comfort zone. You gotta play like some other roles. That's why I say, yeah. get a chance. See, look at Mr. Church. Okay. But yo, I, I just to pose this question to you, um, you know, like, do classics need sequels? Like, why do we always feel that there has to be a sequel for something? Bro, I tell you what, they they oversaturated the Terminator movie. Like after three, they should have stopped. Um. What else? Uh, I kind of feel. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah, like yo, why was that uh, Cop Cop Two? Like yo, if you yo, why was that? Wasn't that Belly Part Two a game in it? Yeah, I didn't see that, and the only reason why I didn't see that because I'm such a Belly fan. Like that's one of my top twenty movies of all time, especially African American movies of all time. And I I didn't even want to like psych myself out to even like. Watch it and say, "Oh yeah, I got to see Dummy too." Nah, I just didn't. Want, I, I I ain't bothered. Once I heard Game, I mean, shout out to Game. I like Game as, as, a, as a rapper or whatever, but I didn't want to see Game and Belly. Now, the way that I would want to see Belly is when Nas is trying to go to Africa, and then it is uh you know uh, DMX gets out of jail, and then he tries to find Nas, that type of stuff. But if they not continuing, if having to continue from how Belly ended, I didn't want to watch. it. Yo, B-Boy styling with you. Classic should be, should be untouched. Leave it as it is so I can go back and enjoy it like y'all. I don't I don't want to see no Cooley High Part 2. I don't want to see Crash Group Part 2. Yo, we don't need no... Yo, they just... To me, they ruin it. It's like great films that they take. And because they're cult classics, they be like, you know what? We can squeeze a little bit more story out of it. 
So we gonna continue to keep going with it and try to do it. And it's just enough is enough. Like yo, I heard they making this. I heard they making a Scarface part two. You heard about that? Nah, they need to leave that alone too. Yeah, they need to leave that alone. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Murphy would be would have to be honest to be funny. Toe loving, trolling for holes. He's too rich to be funny. Zane is correct. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shout but, out to OG Dad. Yo. I thought Back to the Future. Back to the Future 1 and Back to the Future 2. Back to the Future 1 was a classic film to me. And they filmed it all as once as a trilogy. 1, 2, and 3. By the time they got, I was alright with 2. By the time they got to 3, I was done with it. I'm like, this is too much. It's overdone. Bro, you know what it is? Speaking of 3s, Matrix. Matrix 1 and 2 was dope. The yeah. third one came, I didn't understand it. I just said, Nah, I, 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 I tried to watch the third one like four times and couldn't get past like the first 20 minutes. So I, but I heard they make it a Matrix 4. I don't know why, but... Which which brings me to another point. Remember, we, we were talking the other day and we were talking about reboots. And we were mm -hmm. talking about, you saying something like Batman. And I was like, yo, why are we doing this again? No. Did you what? see any of them trailers for the Justice League, uh, Jack Snyder's cut? With, I uh, Dark Side? I did. Why? But why? Why do we need to see that again? Bro, they they, they already talked about they, they they have they coming out with the script for part two and three. Because in this one, you got so many other alright, what what it is, like I never been like a big, big Superman fan, but I've been a big Batman fan all my life. And Yo, before you go now, Zane, before what? How many Batman reboots has it? Michael Keaton was Batman. Oh, man. Um, what, you call him? what was that? George Clooney was Batman. Val Kilmer was Batman. I um, think Sean, Sean Connery might have been Batman, too, right? Nah, that's James Nah, Bond. nah, 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 nah. I'm, 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 I'm playing around. I'm playing around. Oh, that is Sean Connery. Um, who else? What was the other dude? Uh, what, what was the dude? That, My, you said Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton. What was the other dude? The, the terrible actor, Ben Affleck. He was... He was Batman. The, the worst um, of the worst. Christian, uh, Christian Bale. To me, he was like the best Batman. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like that trilogy. Yo, that's I, five. I like that. How many times? Yo, I guess no idea is really original, right? We gonna tell the same right. story five times over and over again. Like but you I, know why, though, bro? You know why they do that? Cause they make they money. That too, but they always know it's gonna be a market and stuff like that. There's certain, there's certain things in, in life, as, as far as with like movies or even with TV shows, it's gonna be a staple. Just like prime example, remember the movie Equalizer? Mm -hmm. And it came out with the Equalizer with, with Denzel. Just like now, you know, they were talking about the James Bond and they were trying to incorporate to get either Common or Idris Alba or somebody black to play James Bond. It's like a cult-like following for certain things, but everything, though, like you said, everything will need to be rebooted. Certain things, not everything. It gets oversaturated. You know what I'm saying? Like, prime example, a perfect segue, now they're saying that, um, uh, uh, they want to have Michael B. Jordan to be the, the, the first black Superman. Why? That's another shit that's been done. Yeah, something. bro. I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, shout out to even having a thought for a black Superman, but I mean, who's going to be the villain? A black Lex Luger? <laughs> yeah, I, I just, so, I, I call it like, I can't with the reboots, man. Like, to me, it's just, I don't want to see no more Batmans done over again. You know, to me, there are new, there's some new stories to be told. And people just yeah. step out the box and become a little bit more creative. Like, I'll take a sequel before I take a reboot. 
But yo, his yeah. he, another joint. They doing a, Did you hear this when he's doing a reboot of um I think planes, trains, and automobiles with Kevin Hart and some? I mean, get out of here, bro. Yeah, with Kevin Hart and Eddie Murphy or Kevin Hart and somebody. Bro, I don't. Oh, I only watched one Kevin Hart movie in my whole life. I never even watched the one with him and Dwayne Rock, Dwayne Rock Johnson. I only the only movies that I saw with Kevin Hart was that whack ass Soul Plane. And I still never, I still never watched that. that Yo, you movie, know what? You know what? Never heard best movies you ever seen? Paper Soldiers. Nah, that's the only movie I saw from him was was Soul Plane. And I watched maybe a half an hour of that. Cause he stayed in the war. Yo, we gonna paper, see right. Paper Soldier. Wait, Dame Dash was he behind yep. Paper Soldier? We gonna see okay. right now who grew up in the hood. If you, if you saw Paper Soldiers in the chat, put put the two Yep. Yeah, put, put it, put it up chat. there. Paper Soldiers was dope. It was when they was breaking an intern. It was him. Dame was in it. Uh, well, Beanie Siegel was in it too. Beanie Siegel was in it too. Uh, you know what? I probably did see that. I probably did see Paper Soldiers. What about Men Fleet? Men Fleet was in it? I don't think so. I think he may have had a cameo, but he wasn't in it. Dory had a cameo in it. But yeah, Paper Soldiers. Paper Soldiers was, was, was a good ass movie. And shout out, shout out to Dame Dash too for putting that together. Yeah, he got him. I'm sure Real, he got Very, very brilliant mind, Dame Dash. Yeah, I was, I, yo, every time it come on, I don't know why I can't turn away. I keep watching. You ever see the video online where he go into the meeting and Def Jam and curse all the executives out for having a meeting? Classic, bro. Classic. <laughs> yo, he did, he did, he did, what's his name? Real dirty in that, yo. Who, did, Lowe's? Uh, Kevin Lowe's? He did oh, Kevin Lowe's real bad in that. He broke for them. And Randy. But, 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 the whole Randy Acker, Randy Acker, what you know about hip hop? What you? Did tell him something like that? Five people stay punching you in your face. Yeah, man. And Randy Acker was just stormed out. Look, he got his little notes and stuff and just stormed out. And don't come back. He said, don't come back. <laughs> yo, he grabbed his dossier and booked it. Yo, then the dude, then the dude, then Dame Dash said, yo, y'all follow me and come to my office. They all, I was like, yo, Dame Dash was rolling like, like Achilles. Dame Dash is raw as hell, boy. It's yeah. The people. That's why now he in the position he in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. But, but I mean, but, but at the same time, Dame Dash is in that position, but he has his independence. That's one thing I can say. He has his independence. That's a fact. He does have his independence. You think he would change his? You think he would trade the independence that he has for hundreds of millions of dollars? No. No. No, because. Dame, I think I think right now, don't get me wrong, Dame Dame Dash loves money, but Dame Dash is more about integrity and he don't want it to be where his 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 his, his brand or his integrity get compromised for extra extra for extra millions. He rather he rather fall on his face several times than to go through that because if not, he'll be considered a hypocrite, right? Yeah, but Part of me feels like I'm sure he, he has to feel like he's on the outside looking in, you know, you look around and you think about all but of sometimes the... that's the best that's the best way to be, man, on the outside I looking agree. in. I you agree. Know? I agree. Yeah. But you know what? We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars though, Zane. We're not talking yeah, about right. on the outside looking in on, yeah. you know, a couple of thousand. We're not talking about on the outside right. looking in for a hundred thousand. We're talking about dudes closing deals for hundreds of millions of dollars and him not even being able how is it that Dame Dash can't get a damn seat at the table? When Dame Dash was the original person brokering these million dollar deals. You know why? You know why, bro? And we, we, we talked about this during the summer during a particular episode. It, 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 to me, it seems like 
everybody that Dame Dash or every other person that Dame Dash does business with, it goes sour, and then he, uh, you know, talks about it on these on these different um social social media platforms and stuff like that. So I'm the type that okay. If I do business with a person and it don't go well, I'm not gonna be talking about it on, in, on social media about it. You know what I'm saying? Because at the same time, that's gonna make it ten times or fifteen times harder for you to close a deal with somebody else. Especially yeah. how, how how word travels, and then after a while, you're gonna be the black sheep of the industry. But at the same time, like I said, I mean, for him, for him knowing that he's the black sheep of the industry, he's still rolling. He got his his, his different like whole bunch of different companies out there and he still got his head above sea level so shout out to dame dash though word that's a fact that's a fact that's true b-boy style said dame is in the position he's in now because he didn't sell out like jay mm. i'm gonna leave that alone <laughs> no 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 touch on it i mean we didn't we, we well i'll tell you what I, I gotta i gotta i gotta i got a tremendous amount of respect for dame dash and for jay-z I just think that um, one saw uh, the bigger picture. Different vision. Yeah, and one saw another picture. But at the same time, when you look at interviews, whether it's Jay doing an interview by himself, Dame doing his interview by himself, or even Kareem Biggs, which is the, 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 third, the third owner of Rockefeller Records, them dudes are all brilliant minds. Now, I would like for them to see for them to put whatever, hopefully they, they can put whatever they can behind them and, and then eventually work together. Cause Kareem and Jay are still working together. But I would I would love to see that. I mean, come on, man, for the culture, man. For, for, for Jay, Kareem, and, and Dame to work again, man. Yo, and, and, that Dame Dash is easy to respect, but difficult to like and to work with. I mean, mm. it, it's, so here's the thing. When you could be obnoxious, and nasty, rude, and whatever it is when people making money with you and when people need to partner with you. But what happens is when people don't feel compelled, like when you're pro- when the product that you have is not hot, then people are not gonna tolerate that. And we've seen this before. Like if you think about it, look at Foxy Brown. Like yo, when Foxy Brown was at the height of her success and she was going eight on everybody doing all these all this stuff and this was pre-social media we would just hear about it through passing words like yeah, so uh, foxy brown difficult to work with or whatever it is and then now you turn around and you look at it like foxy brown's a multi-platinum selling artist that probably doesn't get half the notoriety as some of these other female mcs that you know pro- somebody will probably book mc light for a show before they'll work with her and yeah. what is that? That's because the reputation of working with her. Once you get labeled with that reputation of being difficult to work with, people won't touch you. The only way they'll touch you and go along with that stuff is if you're earning a coin. And Dame was getting money for um for for Def Jam at that time. He was making a oh, money. Yeah. But oh, one yeah. day, I'm t- I wouldn't be surprised if that whole deal was broken behind the scenes, man. Like behind, completely behind the scenes. With Jay Z and all of them, just just to get Dame out the way, to be like, yo, we gonna buy him out to get him out, so we can do whatever it is that we wanna do. You know, yeah. so. I mean, um, tell you, man, like them, 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 them dudes right there. As far as the '90s, besides, like, I mean, the '90s was was, was ultimately Bad Boy, Rockefeller, and Wu Tang. As far as on a major level, I don't I don't think there was nobody that can deny that but 
I mean, at the same time, when you deal with like a multitude of a lot of minds, a lot of times things don't work out. Look at Wu Tang. It was, I mean, they broke up, got back together, broke up. Look at Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, man, and then and shout out to Kareem Biggs too. He, he's doing his thing with his artist, uh, St. John. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because actually, and oh, shout out to, um, um, what is that? Rock Nation. Rock Nation is doing a lot of big things, man. But I just think at the end of the day, man, it's, it, 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 uh, when you when you do business on a level like that, you gotta have it. You gotta have it solid. You gotta have people whispering in your ear to try to get you know you to break up the group or whatever and stuff like that. But I do think ultimately, man, I say within the next five years or so, I think they. I wouldn't say they'll fully get back together, but they'll they'll, they'll work on something. I don't know what it is. But I know I know Dame. I know I know Dame Dad said that he's actually kind of done with music. He, it's about music, he don't want to do it. That would be but nice. I, that yeah. would be nice. But I remember before I told you the story with Irv Gotti. Where Irv Gotti said that he went to um Dame because he was doing the tales, the show tales, and with BT, and they was doing they were doing paid in full. So he was like paid in full. I'm gonna go to Dame, and then he approached Dame, and then Dame was telling him like, alright, so what's the budget? You know, we need to get them to give X, Y, Z dollars more, and then they need to go on my platform. And Irv Gotti was trying to say to him, like, yo, dude, this is VH1, this is BT. They don't need your platform. They're not going to go for that. They want to own the full rights for it. And then him and Dane end up having, like, some sort of dust up as a result of it, you know? So wow, wow. it goes back to, though, like, you know, like, I think what, um, what OG Dad was saying, like, yo, it's a fact. Dane Dash is well-respected. Everybody knows he, he's a shrewd, great businessman, but it seems like it's very challenging to work with him, and he's just not a likable person. But Dame is somebody that, like, yo, I put Dame right up there with, like, the masterpiece of the world, like a great entrepreneur, and his entrepreneurial spirit is to be commended. Um, yeah. But, you know, just switching gears, I don't I don't know if you've been seeing in the news recently, but... Um, how do these states are now lifting their mask mandate? Like Texas is lift, lifting theirs this morning. I've seen that Oklahoma is lifting theirs. And it seems like to me, honestly, that America is going back to normal. Like I saw that in New York, they're going to have where if you're flying domestically, no, you're no longer supposed to quarantine. Not like anybody ever probably really did, but you no longer have to quarantine. Um, I think quarantine is still going to stay in place if you fly internationally. But it definitely sounds like that we're going in the direction of going back to normal. Joe Biden did a speech the other night. He said that he anticipates that by May, the vaccine will be available for every adult. And that by the 4th of July, that people should be able to have barbecues with their family. So my question to you, Zane, and to the people in the chat is, are you ready to go back to normal? You think America's ready to go back to normal? I'm not. America may be, but I'm not. Um, The thing about it is that, okay, look at... Look at look at the situation where you had all them people that that unfortunately did that uh, did their shenanigans down at the Capitol building in D.C. Them people were coming from all the different parts of, a, of of America to come down to D.C. A lot of them didn't even have masks. Then you have a lot of the situation, the unfortunate situation with brothers and sisters and a lot of other different races were uh, were marching for like you know social injustice for so long. You see what I'm saying? Now, lately, I say, what, the past two months might have been the, 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 the lightest so far as far as, like, the people marching and stuff? Because there's, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's probably stuff still going on out there, but 
the whole paradigm kind of switched after Biden came into, uh, you know, as far as our president, because there's, there's a, a, it's always a distraction here and there. It's like pulling fibers from out of the air. It's everywhere. But at the same time, uh, I I would say, man, like, man, what we in March? I would say by like June or July. I wouldn't say now, man. And the number, and then uh, Texas, Texas been been having people out in the streets like that. Even though they was they was having people stay in the house, people were still out in the streets all the time. Like you can see this stuff on Instagram. People out there partying, people out there in uh, Georgia partying all, all day, night long. And I'm like, damn, like, people can't just sit their ass down for, like, a month. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, it's like, they, they, okay, prime example. Person turn on the TV. Damn, them numbers are getting high as shit. Oh, you, oh, all right, yeah. All right, yep. I'll be down there. Come on, bro. You wondering why the numbers getting high as shit. You know the data's you know, the data's changing though. The data's trending in that direction where cases seem to be lowering. Like you see, I think high schools are back now in New York. I, I know in Connecticut the high schools I think go back I believe next week. And not bro, this past week. That, that's way too early, man. And then at the same time, I would I would figure, okay, why create another situation if if things are going pretty or being pretty stable right now, mm-hmm. right? Why would you switch the gear and have these students go back to school? Because number one, it's gonna be more people out in the streets in a higher volume, more people in a concentrated area within four walls within a higher volume. Like, and then on top of that, they're not even saying how well they they they, they sanitizing these damn um institutions and schools. That's because they're not sanitizing them. Right. So <laughs> so so once, so once they come back to them schools, they it's not going to be different. A they prime not. example, right? Peep this, y'all. A person, a person or a student, right? Mm-hmm. No matter no matter what, whether they're in college, grade school, or whatever, right? If they've been in their house majority of the time and they might go out here and there with their parents or whomever they went, right? Are they around? more germs than if they in their house for so many months where they can have wipes and wiping down the doorknobs and vacuuming the floor and spraying down stuff with with, with, with with bleach and all that then go to a school where you got like maybe 18 times more damn bacteria. Yo, but you know what the funny bro. thing is though, saying? The, um, the crazy shit about it is that I know in New York when they had closed the schools in New York, they found out that the data showed that there was there was actually less contamin- contamination in school than there was elsewhere, and that's because the teachers were responsible. The teachers were on top of all that stuff, disinfect- disinfecting all of the equipment and everything that the students used. They were more vigilant than people were probably at home, and that's why they were it was like very much against schools closing because they were saying like the schools number the data shows significantly lower than outside of it i mean i don't know when the right time is ever gonna be honestly you know i think that people will become comfortable with doing everything remotely you know so and rob said what what happened to the flu well what happened to the flu is everybody that once upon a time would have been diagnosed with the flu this year they were probably diagnosed with covid 
I tell you what though, man. I think that uh, if they do decide, wait, we got a comment right there. Yeah, uh, he said, I don't trust it or any info regarding COVID-19. And I'm sending my kids back to school until they can control the common cold. Didn't they just say people need to double up on the mask? They damn yeah. sure did. They went from double mask to it'll be all right. I tell you what, whenever whenever they say double up on the mask, they need to double up on them not of, of students not going back to school too. So, so double that double that time of them not going back. But at the same but, but at the same time, man, I, I just think that um I'ma stick to like July, June, July, but good shit. That's when that's when kids get high school. So they might as well just have it to it if the students come back in September. Well, that's, that's, that's why I think that's what they're getting at, that there's no definitive timeline at this point. That is just yeah. like, it's just a crapshoot. Yeah. That's the reason probably why they're saying now, like, all right, we got to get people back. Um, I don't know. I mean, is this going to be a thing? You think that it's just going to go to a point where school is always offered remotely? And is and fact of the matter is, do you think, I personally don't believe that the students will get the same quality of learning that they would get a fan classroom and I think it's far more difficult for the teachers to get the students focused also. I tell you what though, Sha, it 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 you definitely put up some good points. But think of it. From us growing up to watching our, our, our kids and our kids teachers, right? Majority of them teachers are what? Over over what? Over 30, 40 years old. Well what? you might as well say over over 40 years old. Most, teachers? most of these teachers, yeah. Teaching now? Hell yeah. I'm not understanding. What's the correlation? What does age have to do with anything? What are you saying? Okay. All right. So you have you have you have a, a lot of teachers that have uh, conditions, whether asthma, whether heart disease, whether you know a lot of different things. So a lot of them teach. Okay. You might have sixty teachers, right, in a particular uh, elementary school. And in that one wing of that hallway, you might have 15 teachers. So 60 teachers. You got maybe 15 in each wing, right? Mm-hmm. Out of them, out of them 15 teachers that share that same wing, a lot of them have a lot of conditions that are catalysts to other to other conditions that these other teachers have. Mm-hmm. So would you incorporate that with students, like little kids too? That I mean, come on, kids, kids put the fingers in their mouths and all that, and you know. Uh, touch doorknobs and all that other stuff. Might not wash their hands when they go into the bathroom. I mean, come on, like all, it's, it's nothing but compound interest of germs, pets. Mm-hmm. So when you have teachers with them, with them, with them preconditions, it's gonna get real, real crazy. And then number number three, they don't want it to have where they have they open up school again, right? Within the next two weeks, right? And then the numbers start going up crazy within a month, and then they gotta shut down school again. Because then people going to be pointing at the Board of Education saying, damn, you know what? You know damn well they should have never done that. Then you're going to have a lot of lawsuits of, of parents trying to, trying, to, trying to sue the Board of Education. I think we got to think about this on a bigger scale than just thinking about, like, right now we're talking about this in the context of school and education. But when I, when I say that they're trying to go back to normal, they're talking about, like, you, you look like now there's sporting events where they're allowing more people in. I got an email today with Foxwoods in Connecticut at the casino. They're going to be doing a comedy show with social distancing where people got to be... That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that due to commerce, don't, you know, remove education 
from the equation. But you think about like what it means to commerce. Like they, oh they, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought you. I thought comparing that being that you're a professor, I thought you was mainly talking talking to that. No, no, no. Nah, nah, nah. They, they, okay. Well, <laughs> well, overall, overall, I mean, I would, I would still take that same stance, bro. I would say, nah, June, July, I think people will be ready. Yeah. Nah, nah, I not now. I, I don't even know if June. Honestly, I don't even know if June or July. I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think that there's a definitive date that people could say. I think it's gonna. A lot of it's gonna have to do with people's um, comfort, um, what people's motivation is. Um, you know, mean the motivation to get out because you think about it like we've been in this now for a year. Yeah. Right? Either today or yesterday makes a year. We've been doing this now for for a year, and it's just how you call it. Like you had some people a month in that couldn't stay home, so here we are a year, and you know, you know, people that are, they, you know, like even Six Flags Great Adventure said they opening up. Everybody, I think Disneyland announced that they're gonna be opening back up. Like, are you are you serious? Yeah, Six Flags opening up. Wow. Hey, did, it, did, it, did them AMC theaters open up yet? Did they put open up yeah, on the I think, in New York, I think in New York City. I think in New York City they opened back up. Yeah, I would have been like 12 locations supposed to open up, right? Something like that. Between know. 7 to 12 locations. That's crazy, bro. I don't know. Shit. Anybody, If anybody in the chat is from New York City, let us know. The movie did open back up. But people, these businesses, people are like, yo, let's get, let's get restarted. Let's get back to it. You know, I'm not for the no mask mandate at all, though. I think that just because stuff is open to back up, they we need to let people continue on with the mask. Yeah, because uh, it's funny, too. I, I was speaking to a, uh, an Indian friend of mine. His wife is a doctor. She had to go out, she had to travel out to India for a certain amount of weeks or whatever to do, with, uh, do some stuff. Uh, of course, pertaining to her job in the medical field, and he said that she took uh, whatever serum they have over there in, in India. She took the, the second stage of it, and damn near all of her hair fell out, bro. Come on, eyebrows, hair on her head, all of that shit. But he said that they're not talking about it over here in the U.S., of course. And I said, of course not, because it's not the same serum. It's not the same vaccine. So, you know, but at the one, same time, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of side effects. One thing for sure, two things for certain, though, no matter what, we all say we may, we all may say we're not ready for it, but I can guarantee you that things are going to go back to normal. There's, I, you know what, with the stimulus being pumped into the economy, too, and people getting their taxes back and everything, they're going to want to get that money circulating. So folks are going to be outdoors. This, uh, by, by time summer roll around, People are gonna be going even harder. I'm, I think that travel and tourism will probably be up this summer. You know, even I though you have rec recommendation that people shouldn't be traveling to next year, but I think it's gonna be up because everybody gonna have cabin people want to get away. I tell you what, that damn Airbnb stock gonna damn double if not triple. It's already up. It's up today. Two hundred something. Yeah. Yeah. It's up today. Jay-Z sells majority, speaking of stock, Jay-Z sold majority stake and title to Jack Dorsey. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's an excellent move. Uh, Jay-Z smart enough to know that um, there's a, when he, when he acquired title for like, I think tens of millions, and then he was able to have Sprint buy uh, a large percentage of title at the time. I think it was like 30% of title for like 300 something million uh, several years ago. Jay-Z is, is very calculated. A lot of his, if, 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 if 
people out there the listeners y'all, y'all know Jay-Z make calculated moves he doesn't and he doesn't believe in taking risks to where he don't feel that he's gonna definitely profit from um now for him to have Jack Dorsey purchase uh a large percentage of of, of, of uh, title, I think, was an excellent thing because number one, title has to compete with Spotify, Amazon Music, and several other ones that is in that is in that market. And you have to understand that Jack Dorsey, the guy that owns Twitter, he owns Cash App, he owns Square. Square purchased like 150 to 250 million uh, worth of Bitcoin. So, a lot of the people that are on title right now, which Jay-Z gave partial ownership to, like Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, Beyonce, stuff like that. Plus, Beyonce and the, the main A-list stars have a higher percentage of title as far as the shares that Jay-Z gave ownership of. So, imagine when being that uh, Square has Bitcoin on their balance sheet and all that other stuff. So, whether you paying Bitcoin uh, using Ethereum or Dogecoin or whatever coin, people can purchase music from them artist catalog. That's on that's on Title. Number one. Number two. Title always had the exclusivity. Uh, title always always had exclusive content, whether songs and videos and stuff like that, which where people had to pay a little bit extra, you know, a higher premium. So people going to be willing to spend their Bitcoin or whatever on that. So at the same time, I mean, Jay-Z knows what he's doing. Uh, also, as far as, you know, for um, Twitter, I mean, everybody's, people still, majority people still use Twitter as far as, like, music artists and stuff like that. So at any given time, they might have something where being that, like 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 I said, um, uh, Square has a bunch of Bitcoin. They might start giving additional Bitcoin uh, uh, for like different different things that they do. Okay, Rihanna got such and such album coming out. The first that retweet this particular link is, is going to get certain certain fraction of Bitcoin. Whatever. I mean, there's so many different ways that that that, that, that it can go. But I just think ultimately that um, Jay Z know that there's a time to where he got to back out to where title can go, but so far because you had a lot of people that was. I know people still to this day that never download the title. They say, "Oh, what is this? I'll, I'll, I'll never get that because of, you know." And a lot of a lot no, but see, a lot of people will complain about it and never even actually been on a goddamn platform. They'll just they just so stuck into Apple Music or Spotify, but they they, they you know. But um, I don't you know, know man. I, I think I move what this is. You know that Jay Z, as a result of this, gets a seat on the board of Square also. Yeah, because Jay Z wants access to Bitcoin. He wants yeah, more he access to Bitcoin and and, and, and other cryptocurrencies because Jay Z is also going to start tapping, or it probably already did it, but tapping into the NFT market, the non fungible tokens uh, uh, market, which is like digital digital art. You know, Jay Z's big on art, so he mm-hmm. might tap into digital art, etc. Rob said, uh, Jay linked up with a smart dude. Jack Dorsey is a programmer by trade. The deal will give artists a wider platform to engage with their audience. I heard something like, um, initially out of the deal, artists like I think Alicia Keys, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, or something. I think they're supposed to get at least eight million from it. I don't yeah. know. Their initial, I don't know what their initial investment 
was, but I mean, an eight million dollar check. I'm, I'm guessing, you know, that that's probably substantially more than what their initial investment was. So, seems like a good deal, win-win for all parties. You know, that that explains why Jay Z has been spending so much time with Jack Dorsey. Because I'm wondering, I'm like, why is, why every time you see Jay Z now, like you see him in the beach running, he got Jack Dorsey with him, but he walking somewhere. And, I mean, yo, Jay Z know how to close a deal, man. Yeah. And he, I, I'm, he I'm glad he did it this year. Huh? He closed a lot of deals recently because he didn't he do the deal with, um, with, um, what, what was it? The, the Ace of Spades deal? Yeah, uh, uh, purchased, uh, what, 50% of it? Yeah, that's a huge deal. You know, so Jay, yo, Jay-Z right now on fire with these deals, but that, that move to get on the board of Square, like, that tells me, like, he definitely sees the future and see where things are going. Oh, and Jay Z put a lot of money his his his, 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 his venture capital fund uh uh put a lot of money into where uh you know minorities that want to get into the cannabis business he made it easier for them like he's you know funding funding ones that he sees that makes sense yeah so shout out shout out to him for that but yeah I, I'm glad Jay Z did it this year because it's gonna tell him what what what, what next year would have would have brought the title. So yeah. I think uh, I think he did it did it right now and that was the perfect time for him. Rob says Spotify is kicking Tidal's ass. I mean, yeah. you know, and yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure Apple Music is also. Yeah. I'm sure Apple Music is also. I wonder how much the market Tidal actually makes up because they like they came late to the party, right? Yeah, I would say, bro, for real. I mean, numbers are kind of funny, but I would say about. 20, 28%, if that. How the hell you get to such a precise number, 28%? But you gotta figure, Spotify, Spotify has to have a bigger uh, uh, stronghold in the game than Apple, right? So I would say Spotify is probably at, I would say Spotify is probably like about 30, about 35, about, about nah, about, 40, about 45%, no, 35%, and then Apple might fall into about like between 30 to 32%. And you got title with 28%, and then whatever's after that is splits with the, with the low grade guns. It's not, it's not really popular. So you got probably like less than 10 or 15% of the other ones that's out there that are streaming services. Yeah. I don't know, I mean. I, I like title. Yeah, I like title. It's cool. I'm 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 cool with it. Uh, to me, I don't really see what the difference is. Like, what it, all of them pretty much do the same, the same thing, right? Maybe because I'm not an avid Spotify user, and my go-to usually is title. You know, I don't know what Spotify has to offer versus. Um, I think, I think, uh, to me, man. I think, to me, I think Tidal's better, to me. I mean, you got the video quality, you got the audio quality. Um, I just think that, like you said earlier, that Spotify beat them to the, Spotify and Apple beat, beat Tidal to the punch. But at the same time, Tidal was a European company that Jay-Z acquired. So that, that, that European company, the reason why their numbers were probably so low, they was really probably in maybe like, I don't know, streaming the EDM market and stuff like that. Stuff that, you know, 
America is just starting to get more fond of within the past maybe five or six years. But EDM is real big over the UK. You got EDM, you got, you know, house music, all that other stuff. So their market share in the UK, yeah, it's bumping over in the UK. But as far as the, the bridge, the gap to have American consumers start getting to it, it Jay-Z said, you know what? Nobody, nobody's on this. Bought that joint for tens of millions of dollars and made a crazy flip. So shout Yo, out to Jay for that. Title was never for the consumers, though. Title was always more so for the artists. No, 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 no. I'm saying as far as for the consumers that the title we had before Jay acquired it. They was probably doing it for like DJs and all that other stuff. And then Why you gotta like that when you do DJs? Why you gotta insult you gotta huh? the, huh? the DJs? No, I mean, you because you don't know. You're talking about the EDM DJs, right? Yeah, it's big I, over I, there, bro. Wait, you did huge. Your oh, man, you gotta be doing it, doing it, doing it. Whatever they be doing. <laughs> uh, remember the music in Blade? And play part one, that, that, yeah, it's not, there's no lyrics, it's just crazy audio sounds and sequences or whatever, but. Sound like, that, track, man. sound like a track the weekend we get on, right? You know it. <laughs> my favorite, it's my favorite, my favorite artist in the past 10 years is The weekend. Shout out to The weekend. <laughs> that dude make incredible music, man. Oh, man, you you couldn't even say that with conviction. I know. He's boycotting the Grammys, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Grammys been been doing some some crazy stuff, man. I mean, about speaking as far as Grammys, man. I hope I hope Nas get get that album of the year for King Disease. I think I think he deserves it. I mean, he never got no Grammys before. Yeah, we'll see. You see, Versus was acquired by um by Trilla. Huge, man. Man, yo. They never put the money, the the the, the numbers up of, uh, of what it was, you know, what the actual number was. I never, I never got to see it. No, they didn't. The only thing that I saw was I think that they're gonna be like chief uh, Swizz and Timberland gonna be like chief music officers or chief brand specialists or something like that. And it's good. All the artists that participated in verses are gonna get shares in it. That, I thought that was good. That's great. Yeah, but you see the backlash that they caught from um from Michael Rainey, aka Tariq from Power. No, what happened? Yo, he came out, he was like, these niggas sellouts. And he said something like, they're sellouts, and how come we can't never have anything for us? Why it always gotta be sold to somebody? And I don't know. Have you, I mean, I don't know if you ever watched, have you ever watched Versus on Apple TV? Nah. Man, yo, that's a whole nother experience. You, you, I mean, watching it, watching it on your phone and Instagram. Don't do no justice. Nah, it doesn't. But you know what you get? You get the chats. Most of the time, the chat is much more entertaining than the actual right, right. verses. So, right. you, I, I, when I watch it like on Apple TV or um, on my TV, I can't see the chat, but the, the picture quality and the sound quality and everything—that's you can't see the chat at all. Nah, that takes the that takes the that's the major perk out of it. You yeah. see all the different celebrities coming in, chiming in, and all that. Um, get the celebrities. I just be like, I like to see people getting heated up, getting flamed in there. Yeah, but it'd be, it'd be celebrities frying up celebrities on there too. Like whoever's on that, whoever's being featured that night. Yo, I've seen some, Rob, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. What fire stick? I don't know what you're talking about, Rob. I got fire stick. Nah, I, I ain't got one of those. Hey, hey, what's that? What's that <laughs> song by? What's that? What's that album by? Um, by uh, what's the name? Album by um, Juvenile. 
what's it called, 400 degrees? I've never heard of it. Yeah, but yo, that um, it, it is. It's a completely different experience if you look at it on TV. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a better experience if you actually want to experience the music. But like I said, like the highlight of verses is actually the the chat is the highlight of verses. But to me, it's a, SEO, it's a good deal. I would love to see what the numbers are. It's a good deal. You know and what, though? You know what I'm thinking about? Zero overhead for them. I'm thinking right? them dudes. Yeah, heck yeah. But what I'm thinking is, I'm thinking that uh, when they when they put together that contract for, for them to be acquired by Trilla, they probably told them you better not put them damn numbers in there. Yo, let me, tell you, let me tell you this. Trilla, if you don't realize it, not Trilla is about to get paid. It's a major player right now. Like Trilla, they had the Mike uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight. Trilla outbid um, Bob Arum on the next TFM Lopez fight. Like I think Bob Arum bid one point something million, and then I think Eddie Hearns bid, bid three million. Trilla bid six million dollars to get that fight. Damn. Like, yeah, they, they, they're really trying to, really trying to build up their streaming platform. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, is Tyson one of the the, 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 investors and faces behind that? Or he's just doing a partnership with them as far as for the, the upcoming fights he has with these, uh, celebrities that he's trying to bring back to the, to the forefront. My understanding, my understanding is that he is a partner. Yeah, so I thought he was a partner. I think though, yeah. too. I think so. Oh, wow. They got some kind of partnership with them. Also. That's a smart move. That's, yo, that, that's, one, that, that's one of the best, mar- the most marketable celebrities of all time, Snoop. That, that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight, to me, the fight was garbage, but the actual production values, the show of it and everything, it was like the concert. I enjoyed it. Man, that joint wasn't a fight. That was a hug fest. He got Roy with Roy. Oh my God, the Roy Jones is horrible shape. Yeah. But I heard that he's got ten million dollars for us. So Roy did. So imagine how much Tyson did. I think they both got. I think they both got ten mil for it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Trilla. Shout out! Shout out to both of them legends, man. Roy Jones, Mike Tyson. Damn. I tell you what, man. It, yeah, you right. You right, man. It wasn't, it wasn't the outcome that I expected it to be, but it was still good for the culture. Fight's trash. The highlight. If that Nate Robinson when they got knocked I try out. to see. I try to be conservative, man. <laughs> <laughs> you kept it real. You kept it real. Everybody know that fight was trash. Nate Robinson when they got knocked out. Nobody would be talking about that card. That fight was trash. That, but but the, the actual show was good. Like the performances, Snoop, Snoop as an announcer was entertaining. Oh man, yeah. But as far as that fight, I don't. I'm, I'm cool on that. I, I don't want to see nobody else fight again. But we gotta speak to Tarver again because Antonio Tarver got a fight coming up. Get out of here. Who Tarver fight? Fighting. Uh, I don't know if it, I forget. It may be another like, another boxer or just like an overall celebrity. Might be like a celebrity. That he's wow. fighting on, like, on, I think uh, one of them Logan dudes got a card coming up soon that he's going to be fighting on there. Get out of here. Oh, speaking of Logan, right? Have you heard of the um the bet that Dana White, he was on uh, the Mike Tyson podcast a couple of days ago. He put up a million dollars that Logan can't beat the, uh, the, the other guy. That the other guy's going to win? 
Yeah, Dana White put up, he said he put on the bet um, a million dollars. So the, one of the Logan brothers saw it, and they was like, you know what? Easy money. So, 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 so. But the not, Mo- it's the, not the dude the that Logan. knocked me out, though. It's the other one that's, that's, that's it's the other one, right? It's the other one. Yeah, it's the other one. So, so that, that, that Logan brother, whatever his name is, 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 is Jason, is Logan Paul, is Jason Paul, right? Yeah. Yeah, so whichever one that's supposed Jake to be Paul, Jake him, Paul. Jake Paul, right. So whichever one supposed to be Jake, so Jake Paul basically wants to bet Dana White, I think, double to nothing. He wants to match that million to say that he's gonna or triple that or, or triple to nothing to say that he, he's definitely gonna win that fight. So it's a lot of it's a lot of bread on that. Jake Dana White loses a million dollars off of that or two or three million, I believe that. Mackenzie Scott married a school teacher. Mm. If you don't know who Mackenzie Scott is, that's Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. She's like a, a billionaire that's worth billions and billions of dollars. And she recently married a school teacher. So all over social media, they've been talking about if um, if it's important that you marry somebody that's on your level. And I actually did a poll on my Instagram to see what people's thoughts are. About and the poll came back 50-50-50. Some people said yes, you need to marry somebody that's on your level. And others said, no, you don't. Zane, what's your take? I'm not married yet, but I do feel that you gotta find somebody that's even real. You know what I'm saying? And if they're not on the same uh financial status, they gotta still be whether it's their mental or spiritual, it has to be a, a balance out like a supplement for not having that financial. Is that what did you say? 50-50. 50-50? 50-50? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do because I think, I think it creates less problems. So it creates less problems overall. Um, and and I tell you what, man, for her to be, because, yo, she was one of the biggest contributors to, to, to HBCUs of all time. She 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 exceeded Bill Bill Cosby stuff maybe like twenty times over with the money that she was giving out. I mean not giving out but donating to HBCUs within the past several months. And she's yo, probably still yo, giving yo, out. The dude definitely leveled up. He went from thirty eight grand a year as science teacher to, to a billionaire. But yo she had him sign a contract saying that he he'd be giving away his fortune as well. So that's beautiful. But you know, you know, what, you know what's interesting about? That? I mean, yo, what do he care? He ain't earn it. <laughs> yeah, he ain't earn it. But yo, you know what? It's funny that everybody interprets when you say on the same level. We all interpret it as financial. Right? Nah, it gotta, it gotta be spiritual. It gotta be mental. It gotta be emotional. All of that. It's not just financial. Like you can't just have two rich goddamn people because that's when they become selfish. Yeah. Yo, so let me let's let's ask the people in the chat. What are your thoughts? Does somebody have to be on your same level, right? Because I think a lot of times a quick people are quick to go financial level. You know, like all right, if I, if I make a hundred grand, a person got to make a hundred grand. But yeah, but there's a there's other levels. You know, like who wants to be involved with somebody that if they can't formulate a sentence or they're not intellectually stimulated. So when you right. start talking about levels, there's there, there are different things that constitute levels. At least in my opinion. And, and you know what, too, man? I'm glad you brought up the financial factor because if you look at it, man, 
nine times out of ten of these celebrities that have all these money in the world, two celebrities that's that married, a lot of them don't work out. Prime example, look at Kim and Kanye. The dudes that they have too much going on in their lives. One can't stay in the house and the other one can't stay in the house. So, I mean, shout out to how and where they live, but that's just a prime example. And that that particular divorce is going to be very expensive. Because Kanye's quote unquote worth three billion of what he say. And Kim Kardashian, and I'm sure Kim, yeah, it's his own self-valuation, <laughs> but we going to see eventually. So you know, it, but I, I feel, I feel, I feel Kim K is definitely over, over five hundred million. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah, sure. but that's you, gonna be. James, gonna be so, so, we, so we all talk about finances, right? We all talk about mm-hmm. finances. If mm-hmm. you if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, would you want to be with somebody making twenty thousand a year? No. <laughs> why? Why not? No, I mean, everything else is no, good. no, 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 for $20,000 a year, what they gonna buy? No, all it just take is just, you, you put half of that money, <laughs> the stop, the stop, the stop, the stop, the that's it, that's all you gotta do. That's all if you're making 20 grand a year, you don't have disposable income to invest in those stocks. You live and that's not, a, and, and imagine when that's, that 20 is taxed, that's like, <laughs> all right, so we give a 20, test, 20 tax free. That's 20 what? after taxes, 20 after taxes. Rob, I agree to on the same nah. intellectual level. Like you can have somebody yeah. that can make yeah. the same amount that you make, but if they're not mentally or intellectually stimulating, yeah. you know, or even you think from a maturity standpoint. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta cook too. You can't be just wasting your money every day on fast food and shit. Us both getting fat in the house type shit. Yo, if you get if you make a twenty I'm telling you, like twenty grand in this day and age, twenty grand ain't going but so far. You know, but a lot of people, it's, it, it, when I look at, when you look at the polls, you can see the breakdown of who voted. And surprisingly, there were a lot of females that voted like, no, the person doesn't have to be on the same level. That, that, honest, that surprised me. Because I would have thought that more females would have probably said like, yes, bro, be on the same bro, level. They saying that right now. And then when that joint go wrong, you mind if I can bro? Come on, man. <laughs> They just saying that right now because you know what I'm saying. That drink start going down south. Yo, yeah. bro. Yo, ho, 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 ho. Say that again, you No, no, no. Like prime example. Like say if say if she's making like 200000 and the husband is making significantly less. Things start going down south and go bad. The same people that gave that nice puppy dory. No, it's gonna get. It's gonna turn into like, uh, what's that? Demon time. <laughs> demon, <laughs> demon time comments from, from the ladies. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. All of it is all of it is relative, right? Because if you could, if a person is making, if a woman is making two hundred thousand dollars and a man is making thirty grand. That's different than if a woman is making $200 million and a man is making $30 million. 
You get hey, it, no, but yo, it's probably it's, uh, that's what's 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 it's, it's a bigger scale than that. It's some uh, mother, um, a male can make a million dollars or whatever, and the wife not working at all, or vice versa. So, but like, but, like, but society, there's there's rule, there's roles. Society has these gender roles and these expectations. I see what you're saying, yeah. male or, or female, right? So it's yeah, almost like. like it's almost like what you what, what you um what you're saying, you know, like it's and that's what I'm saying, like it's all relative. Like if you make two hundred thousand, if if your wife makes two hundred thousand, you make thirty thousand. Then there may then there may be some some conflict there around oh yeah, this dude ain't bringing in no money, doing this, that or whatever. But if your wife made two hundred million and you made thirty million, like look at um Tom Brady. Tom Brady recently took a pay cut, his wife the, the supermodel chick, she got millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, she like one of the biggest supermodels, supermodels ever. Yeah, Giselle, so something. Bunch kid. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, it, I think it depends on like what your tax bracket is and where you are financially. Like, those are the things but, that factor in, right? And what, you know what I'm saying is true. If money is the catalyst for um, for any relationship, it will never last. Right, but also too, you gotta consider if somebody's making a hundred thousand and it's in the the, the uh. The, uh, the, the the partner is making twenty thousand. You don't think that person that's making a hundred thousand is going to show their their, their their lover how to how to make more money than they're making right now? To their partner? Yeah. I mean, you could show it, but what if your partner doesn't have that skill set? You know, like what if what yeah, if they better, they better create one? Well, this is this look. It just brings it back around to what we're saying in terms of yeah. like, what if your partner is making a hundred some thousand because your your partner went and got a PhD, mm, right? Okay, you no, know, because your partner went and got a PhD, but you only got a bachelor's degree, or you decided that you didn't want to go to college, or whatever it is. Or what if your what if your partner is a mechanic making a hundred some dollars an hour, and uh-huh. you decided that you were going to get a bachelor's degree and become a case manager making thirty grand. A year or whatever. You get what I'm saying? So I see what you're saying too. Plus a lot of times, yeah. Plus, plus you got a lot of people that might make, you know, way less than a hundred thousand dollars, but they still good with their money. A person can make a hundred thousand dollars a year and live at that. Yeah, and and, and won't be able to uh, balance that money out with somebody's making fifty thousand dollars a year. You see what I'm saying? So I, I, think, I think it's just all about the person and, and also about the relationship. Plus, it's also about how that person was brought up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Ultimately, though, when I think levels, I don't I don't think levels in terms of finances. I think level, like, spiritually. Yeah, it got to be balanced. Men, uh, mentally, from an education standpoint, you know, intellectually, you know, you got you to gotta have some. You don't have to have everything the same interest, but you got to have some kind of common interest you got to be able to have a, a, a conversation with a person that stimulates you that yeah. they stimulated from like that's what i mean on the same level like you know who would want to be with a partner if they're there's somebody that's that's driven by knowledge and you know wisdom and information and if your partner's only driven by um you know total opposite yeah you know um Vanity only, or whatever it is, you know, like I see what you're that's yeah. what that to me is what I, when, you know, when I say level, like when I think level, I think in terms of that, like that, those are the connections I think that really make for something. Because at the end of the day, people can live with, like, not every household is lucky enough to have people who earn 
an equal amount. Somebody's always going to be earning a couple of dollars more than the, uh, the other person, you know. And money is not everything in a relationship, but money is the number one reason for divorce, not infidelity. Yeah. People don't realize that, like finances, you know, people can get over infidelity, but they can't get over being broke. Yeah. Look, hey, look at look at what look at Burt Reynolds. That dude was married like seventeen times, but he had the bank. <laughs> Burt Reynolds is going going into marriages like, yo, I don't need no prenup. You can't sue me. Right. Yo, like he literally got married like seventeen times. Yo, I think he, has, I think he has a record. Well, he, he but yo, I took my cap to her because she 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 a real one because I know a lot of a lot of people probably wouldn't. A lot of people be looking side eye like, yo, you know, I'm I'm with this dude. Is this dude really with me? Because of my couple but, of dollars. Yo, she's worth like she's the richest woman in the world, right? Yeah, nah. she's the richest. She's nah. not? I thought she was. I thought it was 60, 60 something billion dollars. I don't know. For some reason I don't feel like she is. Maybe she is. She's, she's, she's not a bad looking lady neither. She's not bad looking. You should have shot your shot. Huh? Should have shot your shot. Why you sliding the DMs? Oh man, she's probably not even on Instagram. Best believe if she was on Instagram. You would have slid in the DM? Of course. Damn, what's up? We would slid in her DM and said, hey, you want to take care of your United Negro College Fund? Yep. <laughs> Hey, hey, yo, shoot your shot. You gotta be wow. Oh, but look, 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 look at look at prime example. Remember when um when when the unfortunate situation where uh Steve Jobs died and his Steve Jobs' wife wound up messing with Adrian, wound up she she still uh goes to Adrian Fenty, the ex mayor of DC. They've been together for years. And I, and I and, and yeah, and you know she got big goofy bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? It seems like that she. It seems like that she's with the science teacher, but you know that, that they genuinely in love. Man, that dude hypnotized her, bro. With what? Who Stone, knows? Stones and and, and uh, science projects. Stones and them little them little crystals and all that. Now I'm wondering, was that her kid's science teacher? Probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Get out of here. Yeah. That that dude that dude hypnotized her, yo. She seems to be a phenomenal woman though. Can't take that from her. Well I tell you what, Jeff Bezos wasn't the best looking best the best looking dude. So you know now, just, now now you just hate him. I am. <laughs> Hey, you gotta start doing a hate, a hate, a hate segment. Every episode we'll do a hate segment for like 15 minutes. <laughs> J-Lo and A-Rod just got, yeah, I heard they, um, what? That J-Lo and, um, they broke up. J-Lo and A-Rod, um, broke I up. I thought they was a good match, man. I thought they was a good match, man. Now, now I tell you, I knew, I knew Madonna and A-Rod was gonna work, but I kind of figured J-Lo and, and A-Rod was gonna work. Damn, Yo, but, but really, fuck, I'm just wondering, like, why, um, 
What's going on with J Lo? That J Lo keep going. It seems like J Lo just hasn't had good luck. Nah, Halle Berry too. She she messing with some new guy, but Halle Berry, man, like J Lo and Halle Berry, Halle Berry, they for some reason I think they crazy. Well, they say allegedly Halle Berry is not a people. but uh, yeah. But you can tell Halle Berry went through a lot, and I'm, and I'm sure like J Lo been through a lot, and the average female been through a lot. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I mean, J Lo, man. Mega music star, mega movie star, uh, uh, you know, I'm like, damn, like, where do, where do, where do, where do, where do you mess that up at, you know? She got a OG dad said the science teacher knows how to handle his glass tubes. <laughs> Yo, them kids probably won number one at the science fair. Congratulations. Nah, but she wasn't. Nah, uh, Mackenzie Bezos not a bad looking woman. Nah, uh uh-uh. uh. Yo, if she no, wasn't no, a good, if no, she wasn't no. a good woman, if she was, yo, Zane, let's leave how she looked out of it. If she wasn't a good looking woman, and she had them billions and billions of dollars. You think, yo, with Nas said to um Jay Z, what you think you're getting girls now because of your looks? Your looks? Well, nah, you right. Well, nah, come on, bro. All right, say, say, hypothetically speaking, you wasn't married. And the lady look like Mackenzie Mackenzie Scott? Nah, nah, alright. So say say if you wasn't married. Alright, oh just just for the chat, fellas. If a lady was a billionaire, would you look would you lower your standards? Just because she's a billionaire and she's like, uh, I mean ugly. Would you would you would you marry her because she got a billion dollars and she's a billionaire? Tell the truth. I would say yeah. Or if we got women on it, women, you marry or women. Now, 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 shot. Here's a trick bag, right? The reason why I would, because if she's so ugly, she has enough, she has enough money to look like a, a, a supermodel of all time, right? You switch her face like a Barbie, like a fucking Barbie doll, oh. a black Barbie doll. So you saying that you, you saying you would marry her and have her get reconstructive surgery? Hell yeah, I ain't walking around with that joint. Super had to spend like what, three hundred thousand dollars? Yo, so if she if if she want to reconstruct the surgery, she's a billionaire. Why she have to get with you to get it? She could have been had it. She probably ain't had nobody to tell her. No, 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 She's worth all these billions that nobody told her she was going to get. Before, so you want to tell her, you want to tell her she ugly as shit before you marry her or after her? After you marry her? After, I gotta grill her. After. Yeah. Hey, yo, you probably one of them dudes that refuse to sign the prenup, too. <laughs> yo, baby, I love you. I love you. Nah, 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 nah. She, nah, Mackenzie, Mackenzie, she got like a, uh, like a, a, uh, one of them, Rondo or swimming bodies. Look like she's kind of tall. I'm kind of thinking that you're crushing on her, Zane. Nah, she's she all right. Oh, Zane, Zane got a crush on her. Oh, what? Crush hey. on Mackenzie Scott. What's her name? Crush up with Mackenzie Scott. That's your future boo. Go shoot your shot. Hey, you know how I voiced the 5'9 did that joint and said, Hi, Rihanna? Mm hmm. Hi, Mackenzie. Hi, Mackenzie. Oh, that, that science, that science teacher messes up. 
They ain't teach English too. Oh man, yo, this is dope conversation tonight. Dope conversation tonight. Yo, you know what I was looking at? Oh, should have said this when we started. This week we got to 1,000 subs. Yeah, shout out to all the followers, man. I mean, uh, we wouldn't be here if, if, if it wasn't for y'all. So definitely keep here. Y'all tuning in every week and um, spreading the word. I mean, we're growing organically. We're not using no uh, crazy hyped up. Paying, paying, paying for views. Nah, we're not doing it. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we're doing it the organic way. And it's going to work out in the long run. Shout out to uh, our, our third part of this podcast, Rob. He, he, he's behind the scenes. Shout out to Robert, man. Yo, 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 let me Rob to Zambia and a lot of DMs. I seen likes on a bunch of pages. Shooting <laughs> 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 a shot, boy. Zane shooting yeah. a shot. Hey, I'm trying to find Mackenzie. Hey, if anybody know Mackenzie's page, yo, let me know. Yeah, so yo, we got it's a thousand sub on. We coming up on the anniversary of our first episode. I think our first episode uh, last year was March 22nd. So we come, we coming up on a one year anniversary. Next Friday, we got Iman Thug is gonna be joining us. Um, which hey, I, can, you, can you give a can you give a brief little? Hint of who was Iman Thug's known for, known for what for, for the people for those, that don't know. For those that don't know, Iman Thug was down with Tragic Gaddafi. Iman Thug was featured on the Capone Noriega album. He was on the song Driver's Seat. He was on um Tragedy Gaddafi. Tragedy Gaddafi's um album. He was on Illuminati. Iman Thug also has like a lot of comparisons. People compare his voice a lot to Ghostface as well. Blue yeah. Queens Bridge. Yeah. Dope MC, very creative. Um, I'm interested in locking in with him and hearing, you know, how things went with him in tragedy, uh, what else he got going on, what he's trying to do, and, uh, and anytime we have opportunities to speak to uh, MC from Queensbridge, to me that's fascinating because there's just so oh. much in Queensbridge. Hey, everybody listening too, and Shy, you probably remember this too, bro, and Rob in the background, he was on that classic uh, radio freestyle. Remember with Nori and Cameron and Cardan and them? Yeah. Mom Thug, yeah. Yeah. DJ Cool freestyle back in the day. 96, 97 freestyle or something. Something like that. Yeah, cool. Uh, B-Boy style, I think you behind in the chat. You probably probably behind uh, a couple of minutes behind us. But yeah, so we got Iman Thug. For those who haven't tuned in, you may want to start pulling up and watching the uh, No Ideas Original Sports Podcast. Also, tomorrow, they're going to have boxer Luis Colazzo come on. That should be a pretty good interview. Luis uh, Colazzo fought Amir Khan, fought Ricky Hatton, uh, he fought Keith Thurman, he fought Sugar Shane, um, he fought Andre Berto, and he fought Victor Ortiz. Welterweight, good dude, solid dude. You know, he's excited about the interview. I spoke to him today, so he's gonna be pulling up for the um, sports podcast tomorrow at 8 p.m. Y'all might want to tune in and check that out. I think that's gonna be a dope episode. And then we got we gotta we gotta put together and plan a special anniversary episode. We gotta get a special guest. Let's do, we'll do yeah. something for the one year anniversary. For sure, for sure. And also shout uh want to discuss any if people want to purchase any merch no i don't okay i got you because it involves me <laughs> it involves me so well, no, what I, about uh the cash app available stuff the cash app stuff is still available 
Yeah, it's the Cash App stuff is all at the bottom of the screen. If people want to donate to the No Ideas Original Podcast, uh, Cash App is going across the screen. Any closing words, Zane? Closing words. I would say... Um, Can't wait to come to America 3? Come out? No. I, w- I would say everybody be safe out there. Um, we know about the, you know, with the stuff with the vaccine and all that, and certain people that have to take it, you know, based upon their industry. But just be wise out there. Um, you know, make sure you, 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 uh, you just, you know, you can go to the natural shop, get your elderberry, get your, your black seed, get your ginger, your honey and lemon. You do that, you know, throughout the day, if not every day. And, Get, get out there, get some sunlight. You need vitamin D. You need vitamin D. You need a lot of water, too. Zane, you like s'mores? Uh, I tried it like two times. Like B-side, Brad, Brad tell me he drinks that stuff every day. And I heard Seamoss, yeah, Seamoss has like 100 or 90-something out of 100-and-something essential vitamins that you need in order for your body to work at its, at its highest peak per day. Keeps you, keeps you, keeps your mind sharp. Keeps you, you know, keeps you, keeps you, um, keeps you energetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 it's, and, and, and it's good for your digestive system. I only had Seymour's twice, but I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna start getting Seymour's. I, I always hear a lot of good things about it. I just yeah, tried I my best. Eat a lot of vegetables. Man. Well, um, I usually get the Seymour's with oats, uh, oats, nuts, spices, and almond milk. It's pretty good. So you do a, you, you do like a, a shake? What? Once a day? Twice a day? Today. Wow. Once a day, yes. Every every morning. That's what I usually have, have for breakfast. Nice. See more smoothie. Rob, any last words? Let's let Rob. Rob has some technical difficulties. Well, Rob said he has Seymour says 93 out of 103 minerals. Look at that. How about that? Excellent. Okay. Tastes good to me. I mean, you know what? What doesn't taste? You ever did the wheatgrass? You like wheatgrass? Man, I had that. Uh, do they have Smoothie King up there? Uh, nah, we don't got a smoothie king. Man, I tried this damn wheatgrass like eight years ago. It tastes like real, like regular, like grass juice. Yo, you know what it does? I'm saying, like, like play, shredded up grass juice. Football, right? That's what it tastes like. But, but, it, but, it, but it's, but it's, <laughs> but it's real. It's very good for your system. I heard people use uh, apple or something else, apple and carrot with it. I heard it's pretty. Oh, no, I, I, I used to drink just like wheatgrass shots, but it is just too gross to me. Damn. It's too gross. Exactly like what you said. Tastes straight up like straight up, straight up like grass. That's exactly what it tastes yeah, like. Yeah, the only yeah, the only the closest thing that I have down here is Smoothie King. And they that that one went out of business. They well they relocated. Out here. See we got um in the, in the Bronx, not too far from Alton, we got juices for life. I heard of Juices for Life. Now, are, are they are they Styles under um Styles P? Yeah, Styles P, Angela Yee, and DJ Envy. Juices for Life. You're wrong. Oh, the three, the, three them, the three of them in business with that? Yep. Yep. They got um in the Bronx. They got Yonkers. I think I both. Nice. Nice. Yeah, but that wheatgrass. I, I try. I, you know, I tried. That wheatgrass is not for me though. Like, I did it a couple of times. I'm like, I'm cool on it. So now I just give me like a vitamin shot, and I'll get the sea moss, and that's better. I usually have that for breakfast. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That wheatgrass never again. Eight years ago, I never, never thought about that stuff again. Yeah, until they figure out a way to put it in some kind of vodka. Right. <laughs> you put it in some vodka. I'm good. <laughs> Yo, thank you everybody for pulling up and tuning into No Ideas Original Podcast. 
tonight. We'll catch you all next week. Next Friday, like I said, we'll have Iman Thug. Get a chance tomorrow, pull up, watch No Ideas Original Sports Podcast. We're going to have Luis Colasso. Peace, everybody. Have a good evening. Peace. Peace.